You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, it's time. Let's hit it. Yee-haw! Hey, it's a great day to be up. You know, my philosophy is any day you wake up is a great day. And I'm sure you will agree with what I'm telling you. Today we have a great lineup for you. Uh, Carrie Schmidt from the OPP is going to be calling in. And because it's a long weekend, well, we all know about that. So you got Johnny Law on line one. Yes. And then you're going to call a lawyer on line two. (laughs) Yeah, Justin uh, Kubiaki is going to be calling in, and we're going to talk about Tesla. Tesla went ahead and sued the Ontario government and won the Ontario government as well. We'll we'll talk about that actually with uh, Justin. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to Jonathan. And Jonathan is uh, the CEO of Car Generator. This is an emergency device in case the power goes out and you're sitting there in the dark. Well, if you got a car, you got power. I like that. It's a good. That should be his, that should be his uh, logo. Got a car, you got power. What do you call it underneath there, Steve? Their tagline? Yeah, tagline. Tra- trademark. Trademark. <laughs> No, it's tagline. Not hard. Trademark. Right. Okay. G R A D E M A R K. You got a car? You got power. <laughs> oh, bring it. Hang on. We got our order coming in. Three Caesars and a biscotti. There Thank you go. Thank you so much. Uh, it's Saturday, wasn't By it? the way, uh, contest has started for Mexico. See? If you want to become a Mexican and talk about NAFTA Jesus. from the other end. <laughs> so, what do you mean if you want to become a Mexican? No. You can be there for a week. <laughs> It's to the Mayan Riviera. I've been there. It's actually gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It is actually beautiful. Mayan Riviera, we fly you down. You have a hotel room for three weeks. Come back. No, not three Three weeks. Three weeks. Three days. That's a great holiday. (laughs) Sign me up. Okay, no more Caesars for him. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Three days, and uh, you can extend that if you want. You just talk to the agent, and then we'll fly you back home, and that's really nice. That's prize number one. Yes, prize number one. Door number two. Is a set of sailing tires. From Salem for your car or light truck. Mm-hmm. And door number three is a preparation from Rust. <laughs> <laughs> Preparation <laughs> K. Preparation K, I think. You get Go get Crown. Crown proofing uh, from Crown and a set of those great floor mats. I love those floor mats. They're great. Yeah, I mean, I spilled coffee and it didn't make a mess at all, which is good. So uh, we start this morning with Carrie Schmidt when we come back for a quick break. Then we're going to take your phone calls. We've got a gentleman holding on right now. Already? To talk to. And uh, do- how many years of experience do you have, Al? With uh, with this guy? With Dave? Yeah. Oh, for a long time. Yeah. I had hair when I started. That's yeah. true. <laughs> 13 years, one year at a time. So even if you're not bald, <laughs> like these guys are, uh, give us a call. We're here for the entire hour, like it or not. And the Caesars are Big on shot. us. Big shot, he's got hair. You Caesars know? are Seriously, on us. Seriously. I think he rents it. <laughs> I think it comes off at night. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back in a moment. I Uber my hair. It works all the time. 
<laughs> I like that. Is that a car generator in your pocket? Yeah, happy uh, to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And uh, don't forget, you can listen to the show online at davescornergarage.com. The boys have brand new shirts. Caesars are done. Bagels are being passed around. And we're ready to go. Davey, camera 42. Okay, we're on the phone with uh, Kerry. And uh, good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Good. It's a beautiful day. I'm looking at your Twitter. I always watch your Twitter site. And uh, <laughs> so this this 34-year-old guy is being charged with impaired by drug. How the yes. heck did you find that out? Well. <laughs> he fell out of the car? It was the empty bag of chips in the pizza box. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do you know what? Uh, first of all, the crash was the first indicator. He went. This guy went flying down a side road uh, through an intersection, through a dead end, ramped off of a steel guide rail, uh, through a row of trees, uh, into uh, down a ditch, and then up into the uh, uh, highway, slamming into uh, several vehicles that were going the opposite direction, wow. rolling over. And when we got him out, uh, he was uh, he was just in a condition that was obviously something was wrong. Pretty pretty simple to tell. And, you know, we have our drug recognition uh, officers that uh, do their tests. And this guy here, he was uh, he was totally uh, loaded and looped and uh, impaired. And luckily, he didn't uh, get killed or kill someone else in that crash. But so was his reply away. just like, wow, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> wow, man. Wow, did you see what happened? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Do you, Kerry, have you got, like, a, like special forces that are separate from... Uh, the other force that, that do specifically drug testing on the side of the roads? No, we do the same testing that uh, okay. other police services do as well, and uh, they go through a whole battery of tests that uh, are, are approved through the courts and through the medical systems, and, and they're complete uh, reliable indicators that tell us when someone is impaired by a drug, what kind of drug, and uh, the courts will accept uh, that wow. evidence into, into uh, evidence, and that will uh, certainly assist us in... Uh, and getting a conviction, and obviously taking these people off the road is, is our priority because having an impaired driver is just a huge issue for us. We've had about 25 people die already in the water wow. and on the uh, trails, so like not not in a vehicle. Yeah. And all of these people, half of them were either dr- were drug or alcohol impaired. And uh, when it comes down to road collisions, car crashes. Uh, alcohol or drug impaired driving is one of our top issues. Uh, top uh, big four concerns that we see all the time. You know what? And so you were, we were talking in the green room. You were telling me 25 people have passed away on the water, and none of them were wearing were wearing life jackets. Not a single one of them. Well, not a single uh, person that was uh, found deceased uh, was wearing a life jacket. And it just seems like people uh, feel uh, invincible. You're getting into a nice boat, uh, mm-hmm. you're going fishing, you're going for a ride, and you don't realize, and if you've been drinking, which half of these people uh, have been, they... Um, they just take caution to the wind, and all of a sudden now they're fighting for the life. And, and just like a car crash, when you need a, a seat belt or when you need your life jacket, you're not going to have any time to put it on. So we're, we're already with the, <laughs> with yes. the confidence, and uh, that could be the difference between living and dying. Yeah, I just had a small accident a couple weeks ago myself. Thankfully, I was only in a three feet of water, but uh, I stepped in the boat and fell right out immediately. <laughs> what the heck happened there? It's You know, it's easy to do, too. You get, We have friends who have a, we, we borrow their cottage called OPC Weekends, mm-hmm. uh, and we up, up in, up in uh, Perry Sound, and you're on a pontoon, uh, Kerry, yep. and, you know, a pontoon boat, it's big, it's, it's comfortable, and you, the life jackets are there, guilty of it. You know, we're sitting there, you watch what you're drinking, yeah. uh, but at the same time, you have this comfort level that, hey, we're okay, we're on a pontoon boat, 
even people who go camping. I mean, they're close to a ledge, and it can happen. Well, you heard about that lady who fell out of the cruise ship down in the Mediterranean. She tread water for 10 hours before being rescued. Yeah, yeah. You you just just never know. And a life jacket, uh, had she been wearing it, she's probably not going to be wearing it in in a cruise ship. But unbelievable. Fortunately, she made it through. But it's the same thing on a pontoon or wherever you are. Uh, and you can get these uh, small inflatable life jackets that they just hang around your neck. They're actually not bad looking. And when they get wet, they inflate, and that's when you need them. Yep. So. Carrie, it's a holiday weekend. Uh, you guys are doing something special? Yeah, you know, we've got uh, our long weekend, Labor Day weekend. We're focusing on distracted driving, inattentive drivers. I guess 31 people dead already because of uh, inattentive driving. Wow. Uh over 700 people dead in the last 10 years. Uh, unbelievably uh, huge issue for us on the highways. By over 5,600 crashes already this year alone. Uh, so we got our airplane in the sky looking for aggressive driving. We got our officers on the ground, you know, patrol vehicles. We're using transport trucks uh, to look for destructive drivers in trucks and uh, another vehicles around big trucks. So that's a, certainly a little different way of doing our job. And uh, yeah, it's the last weekend before summer. It's going to be we're going to be shoveling snow before we know it. So let's uh, let's enjoy these times and don't and even sure. talk like that. <laughs> I'm gonna oh. be in Florida watching. Oh, here we go. The Florida lines are co- are starting already, Kerry. Here comes the Florida. <laughs> and of course, don't forget, guys. Tuesday morning, gonna be a lot more people on the roads. Yes, the kids are back. Yeah, and all the little kids going to school, watching yeah. uh, watching uh, for uh, their friends, and not watching for traffic when they're running across the street with their backpacks on and their little bicycles going around. So, you know, please be careful out there. And then remember that uh, these guys are pretty excited to uh, see their friends, and they're not thinking about uh, crossing at the crosswalk or waiting for the signal. So just be extra vigilant. And um, you know, most safe. of the times when we go through these patrol zones doing uh, enforcement, it's not you know crazy drivers that are uh, ripping through these school zones. It's the parents, it's the moms and dads that are dropping the kids off, and and they're the ones that need to be reminded that hey, you've got to think about what you're doing. Put that phone down and, and focus on the road. Carrie, thank you so much. Hey, awesome. Have yourself an awesome, awesome long weekend. Thank you. Stay safe, my friend, and enjoy. Carrie's available any 400 series highway. Just look for the black and white and smile. Davescornergarage.com is where you are right now, and we welcome your calls for the rest of the hour. Interesting stuff coming up about Tesla, Mm -hmm. and also a great, cool invention called cargenerator.com. It's coming up next. You got a car, you got power. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage and to Kerry Schmidt's point from the OPP. One of the, one of the worst areas, if you go up the 400 to around like Gasoline Alley, yeah. right? forget it. It's like there's always something going on. So be extra careful. Take your time and uh, you'll get yeah. there. you got three and days. You, you know, there's an article in the uh, Star that says um, people are wired to be aggressive on the road. It's something in our DNA that we see as a car cutting us off or something as a threat. And we respond wrong. You know, like... So the guy cut you off. Back off a little bit. And if okay. you see him in the driveway, then let him know how you feel. Can you do that though? It's, <laughs> it's I watched a guy I this morning. Too, yeah, I watched a guy coming down the parkway this morning, and he was so hell bent, and and he was getting off at the next exit. So the only thing he accomplished was that extra thirty feet. I went, yeah, whoa, not yeah. worth getting killed. Yeah. Or something really, like really that. crazy people. Uh, let's go quickly to the phone. We have Peter on the phone. Peter, good morning. How are you? Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. I have a uh, RAV, 2018 RAV, uh, uh, um, RAV4. RAV4. Uh, yeah, Toyota. Mm-hmm. Um, after I got it, I went and had it uh, rust-proof by uh, Crown. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, on my tailgate, I have a uh, switch that I, when it's open, I can press it and it'll close. 
Uh, it, this uh, switch is covered by a piece of uh, flexible rubber. Uh, about a month and a half ago, I pressed it, and the piece of rubber fell off. Uh-huh. I took it to Toyota, and they looked at it, and uh, they said the reason why it has lost its flexibility is because of the rust proofing. Mm-hmm. So they said they get a new part in and blah, blah, blah. So I took it to uh, the, the Crown people that did it, and they admitted it was the yep. rust proofing. Uh-huh. Yep. In fact, he took me to his uh, truck and uh, showed me a bed liner he had for his truck. He put down some rust proofing, put the bed liner back on, and in a couple of days it all buckled. So anyway... Um, my uh, question is, what is going to happen to the rest of the um, Car. seals and rubbers? Okay. Well, you, what does happen is it's actually sprayed with a silicone before the uh, product is applied. The silicone keeps the product away from the rubbers. So obviously whoever applied it has missed uh, that little button. Now, if you contact Crown, they will replace it for you without any question. Okay, so in other words, that it was. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, There's no, like I say, somebody has missed spraying the button. So go back to the crown guy. He'll arrange for you to get a new switch, and they'll well, pay for it. Well, anyway, I Toyota ordered the new part. Okay, they replaced it under but, warranty. Yes. Okay. Oh, all right, well, that's good. But if it was not under warranty, Crown steps up. I've heard of it before. It's because the applicator did not uh, spray the rubbers with silicone and didn't do that properly. The other thing is. When Toyota replaced the the part, they just didn't replace the rubber cap. They replaced the whole switch. Yes, uh-huh. one piece. <laughs> yeah, like I found that out. You know, just uh, uh, I just found it uh, sort of unreasonable. They just couldn't put a rubber new rubber cap okay. on. And- they put no, oh, All right, we lost we've lost but them. But the reality is... It's it called, may not have been available as a separate item. Yeah, it's, it's called platform building. That switch is used probably in 14 different applications, right. not many. And so they will use the same switch for other things, mm-hmm. and it ends up uh, as, a, as a normal part. And it's not expensive. But, but, Crown, uh, I, but I've done work for Crown myself where they've, they've hired me to, to make a correction, and uh, they're super that way. And uh, and they'll want to know about it too because they want to stop it from having it exactly happening right. in the future. So I would I would certainly call them and make bring their to, to, to email their from a from a listener says, where do I draw the line? Uh, my car is 14 years old, needs a new engine. Put an engine in it or write it off. Uh, say good night. Why do you say that? <laughs> uh, you know what? I I had one in this week. As a matter of fact, uh, Volvo was only 10 years old, and the guy hadn't addressed or read the owner's manual which talked about changing the timing belt which was like broken and in this car now the motor's toast so So 10 years he went without changing the belt correct smart yeah well happens you know what the experts say uh experts say it's 75 percent of the real value of the vehicle so you go to a website find out what your car could be worth Mm -hmm. and if it's 75 percent of that value fix it oh fix, fix it more than 75 write it okay and the website is what? That's vrmcanada.com? Yeah, VRM Canada. That'll give you an idea of what yeah. your car is worth. Great and actually, website. if you're trading your car in and you don't want to over allow and you want to get an idea what they're going to give you for your car, VRM Canada. Make sure it's rough. Because Beautiful. They don't uh, actually cover uh, good, good cars. Dave's okay. Corner Garage. We'll be right back right after these messages.
Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. And before the hour is out, speaking of power, uh, we're going to talk to the inventor from CarGenerator.com, John Schlu, Jonathan Schlu, about uh, how it works. I want to know what a nacho is. <laughs> well, you could have a mind Riviera and you can... You can, uh, Al, Al's giving me that look. You can touch, you, you can go get a nacho. Okay, Justin's on the phone, and Justin's with Fogler Rubinoff, one of the largest law firms in uh, Canada. And actually, my son used to work there many, 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 many years ago. Justin, good morning. How are you? Very, very good. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Listen, uh, and that's another good thing. No expenses bared on this show. Yeah, I was going to say, it's 1040, <laughs> it's 1030. Let's see how much this costs us here. Just kidding. <laughs> so Tesla's in the news lately. Uh, they they did win their court case against the uh, uh, conservative government. My question is, first off, why would the conservative government not give Tesla rebates? That, that was the big question. Why was Tesla being treated any different from any other manufacturer of electric vehicles in Ontario? So the, the EV rebate program, that's something that was developed under the previous government, and essentially it was a program designed to give purchasers of electric vehicles an opportunity to buy them at a reduced cost, because uh, typically electric vehicles are more expensive given the newness of the technology. Mm-hmm. Um, part of Doug Ford's campaign was getting rid of the rebate, and certainly there was no problem with that. I think that is something that resonated well with Ontarians. Um, the technology has been around for a while. The prices are coming down. But as soon as the Conservative government got elected, they decided to carry out their promise. They put in a, a legislation in place to remove the rebate program um, and basically gave a soft landing. They gave you know, a period of time so that purchasers of electric vehicles that already had cars in order and were expecting to take delivery soon, they would still get the benefit of the rebates. And the extension was until September 10th. Mm-hmm. The, the, the issue was for Tesla is they were the only manufacturer and their customers were the only customers who prior to the election were eligible for a rebate. And after the election were not eligible for the rebate and weren't getting the benefit of this wind-down program. So Tesla decided to take the government to court, and they did so on an emergency basis, uh, which makes sense. It prevented their customers from having to bring applications themselves to say, hey, why are we being treated different than other customers? Is it because and, um, it, because Tesla is not a dealership? They were directly from the factory? Well, th- that was exactly what the distinction was, said the government. The government said this wind-down program applies only to franchise dealerships. Right, yes. And Tesla doesn't have franchise dealerships, um, as most manufacturers do. And they do that for reasons that they want to control where their dealerships are and how they apply their own incentive programs. Um, So they've taken a, a unique approach. But because of that, the government said, okay, you're not a dealership. You're a massive American corporation. You're not eligible for the rebate um, wind-down program. Yeah, but the people that were getting hurt were the the car purchaser. 100%. The purchasers. And, you know, many people said, well, who cares, right? It's their purchasers of a Tesla. They must be rich. They must be millionaires. Um, They don't need the benefit of the rebate program. And that may be true, and that's maybe why you wind down the rebate program completely. But to single out a Tesla purchaser versus a BMW purchaser – um, it just didn't make sense. And that's essentially what Tesla said when they went to court. Why are our purchasers being treated 
differently. It's just not fair. It's not fair. Um, and Justice Myers, the judge who this went before, agreed with Tesla ultimately and released his decision on Monday and gave a lengthy 20-page decision that basically said exactly that. It's not fair. There's no reasonable justification that Tesla purchasers should be treated any differently than other purchasers of electric vehicles. Now, how do, how do you think this is going to affect the sales of EVs? When they've done this in other countries, for instance, Sweden, uh, the, the sales dropped in the toilet. There were, nobody was buying them because it's a $75,000 car, not, not a $60,000 car. I think that's going to be the big issue going forward, that certainly um, electric vehicles still tend to be higher priced. Um, as the market's growing, there are different manufacturers that are coming to the table. I know Nissan has some cars, yeah. Bishi has some cars, and they are providing lower price alternatives. But I certainly expect in the short term that there will be a slowdown in the sale of electric vehicles, in Ontario at least. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't really feel sorry for a guy buying a $100,000 car in crime because he didn't get a rebate. Yeah, it's, but it's the principle of it, though. I mean, money aside, yeah. if, if, what, you, you've, you've, you've worked hard to get the money, and you, you're entitled to buy whatever it is, whether it's a Volkswagen or a BMW or a Tesla. But the point is, is that uh, they got the blocks put to them because they were independent. I think what uh, you know what Justin's talking about is, is very true. And you know, I don't knowing knowing and reading about what Musk does. I think it's going to end here either. I think it's going to continue on with something else. The well, next no, step. at the end of the day, I mean, they want to get us off fossil fuel. They want to stop yeah. burning oil. Um, you know, so. <laughs> To, to spur it and on, to, to get people to... Do to... It. We have to change people's perceptions, and we have to get them into electric cars. And the people I've spoken to who've driven them say, oh, wow, like it's a different car, it's a different experience, but it's a great experience. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Absolutely. Great. All right, Justin, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. Have yourself a great long weekend. My pleasure. You too, gentlemen. Thank okay, you. Okay, and Justin's with Fogler Rubinoff, uh, one of the major law firms, beautiful downtown Toronto. Are they handling something for you right now? No. You're not suing anyone? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's still early in the day. But their coffee's good. Yeah, the coffee's <laughs> very good. Welcome. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage, and if you're looking for something unique to save your house, your cottage, whatever you're doing, we've got a great guy coming up next, Jonathan Schlue from CarGenerator.com, and he will take your calls. We'll find out more about what's going on with that on Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All righty. Are we back? We are That's back. That's what it said. <laughs> We're back. Now we're back. The red light's on. I have to tell you, we actually don't go anywhere. <laughs> We're just sitting here. Talking. Al does. Uh, Takes too go much to, water. We're going to go to the phone just now. <laughs> uh, CRV problem with Andrew. Good morning. Good morning. How can we help you, Andrew? Hi, hi. Doing great show. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I got a 2001 Honda CRV, mm -hmm. four cylinder. Yep. Uh, and I think I listened to you, and I think it was a car show in Toronto. They had a problem with the distributor caps. Uh, I have a problem, too, because when, when I get one to buy one to put on, it doesn't really fit well. Mm hmm. It's, it fits, but it's still a bit, uh, won't lock on. It'll rock a little bit. There's um, something wrong with it. No, where are you no. buying it from? Are you buying it I, from I Honda? No, that um, supplier that all the garages use. I don't want to mention his name. Okay. But that's the good products, and uh, he gave me he gave me three to try, and none would fit. Unfortunately, he, he couldn't figure it out. You know, unfortunately, uh, as a garage owner, you know, we, we have to depend on the suppliers. Yeah but, uh, yeah. but yesterday I put two starters on a car and neither one worked, and I had to give the lady a ride home. Um, yeah. So I, what I would probably do in this case is uh, 
you know, ask him for a, a credit. Ask him if he can get you a, a real one from the Honda dealer. Yeah. Um, or just go there yourself and buy it. That's the only way you're going to get one that's going to work better. Yeah, because yeah, it, it goes on, but it's about a 16, so maybe three or four millimeters doesn't close up. Yeah, no, that's not I right. I don't want to tighten it up because... Um, no, because you'll crack it or break it. Yeah. Okay. And I, those distributors seem to be the brain of the condition system. There. Well, a lot of this stuff isn't... Uh, it comes from China. Yeah, and that's, and, and, that's and, what the dealer said. He says, well, she knew, it's all from China, the stuff, he says, you know. Yeah, it doesn't always just no, work. No, right? no, no, that's right. So, yeah, you know what, congratulations. This car is, what, 17 years old and it's still on the road? Well, I've been cleaning this distributor cap for five years now. Get out of here, yeah. yeah. You must be very tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's still work. I when I go to the wife, I says, oh, i got to tune up the car a bit. What are you going to do? Well, i got to clean the distributor <laughs> car again. So where bus in Scotland are you from? Uh, just outside uh, Barlock there in uh, Alexandria. Yeah, nice, nice. I'm yeah. always from uh, Motherwell. Motherwell, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's lovely town. Yeah. Especially when your eyes are closed. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm around a bit of tourist area there, and uh, I still miss it there. Lovely. But uh, Canada's a nice country, too. Yeah, we'll have a Kilkenny one day. Thanks for your call. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, guys. Great show. Thank yeah. you. You know, that's always an issue when you get parts that... Uh, I had a situation with an auto wrecker mm-hmm. uh, supplying a transmission for a used truck. Right. And uh, we went through four transmissions before we found one that worked satisfactorily. And that's six hours to re and re. Well, exactly. Right? Exactly. So I... Was I was upset and I said, "Look, I'm I'm your quality. What's it called? The um, quality, quality control, control man. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> no, so it's, it's, he it's, gave it to me for nothing. But that's me when I spent 24 hours of labor in and out. Exactly. Uh, it's uh, yeah, we get stuck with it. I mean, you can't pass it on to the consumer, otherwise you lose a customer. Yeah. It's uh, pretty bad that way. So here's a case where the part actually was the wrong part for the car. So be careful, you know, don't don't shop price. You know, you got to go with the part may cost a little bit more, but it's going to be well worth it. Yeah. Well, here's your your CRV. An O2 actually. I cannot believe how many CRVs are out there. You know, I don't want to be flogging Hondas here, but I see what, even the older ones, like the, the original ones, mm-hmm. are still out there, and they're not rusty, and they're running around all over town. Actually, Zero. I heard a story about the new ones are causing some problems, though. Is that right? Brand new ones. They've gone to a 1.4, 1.5, four-cylinder uh, turbo. turbo engine. Turbo, yes. Turbo's and they've got some oil issues. I've got a, one of our tenants is a turbo rebuilder. Mm-hmm. He is swamped. I mean, all these Fords are out there with turbos mm-hmm. and trucks. That's a that's a rising market. Now get out of the car repairs and start fixing turbos. <laughs> so turbos are, are are increasingly being more challenged. Yeah, because they're all run so very very hot, and the oil inside cokes up, and the guys just shut it off and walk away. Ooh. In reality, when it's that hot, you're supposed to let it idle for at least a minute and then walk away. Perfect. Okay, we have uh, that dreaded thing called winter coming up soon. Ooh. Ooh. And you know what happens in this uh, city where yep. you get uh, ice storms and you lose power in your house? Four times this last year. Amazing. Don't you hate when that happens? Solutions yeah. to come up from cargenerator.com. We'll talk to uh, Jonathan Schlue, who started this whole thing right after this. Stick around. It's interesting stuff on Dates Corner Garage. Okay, this is Dave's Corner Garage. She's got some really interesting stuff coming up right now. Camera 43 for Dave. Alrighty. You know, I live in Forest Hill, the center of Toronto, Midtown. If a dog walks by, the power goes off in my house. And I'm thinking, Jonathan, I would have known you a few years ago. I would be a customer. Jonathan, good morning. How are you? Good morning, everyone. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, I was at your site. I didn't realize that you've been working on this project since 2010. Well, that's when the idea first uh, appeared to me, and then I just gradually developed it. And then I sold my tech company and bought a cool trailer, and it just developed from there. 
So tell us about it. It's it's a generator that fits on your car. Go ahead. Sure. So <laughs> what happens is it's a generator for those of us who really don't really want to buy a generator. You wish you had backup power or backup plan, but you really don't want to spend $5,000 to get a whole house generator. So it's a simple device that's 16 pounds. It's weather and rainproof. And when the power goes out, you very simply attach it to the front of your car and you start your car engine just like you would any other gas generator. And that will give you enough power to easily run your furnace, your fridges, the core things in your house. And the most important job that it has is running your furnace. In the winter, especially when the power goes out, it's very romantic, it's exciting, the kids shout hooray, everyone gets flashlights, but about three hours, four hours later, when the, when, when the house starts getting cold, you really know that you need power. And this device is simple. Pull it out, attach it, uh, run an extension cord into your furnace, and it will power your furnace for between 50 to 70 hours if you need it. Now, Jonathan, this is not something that we're going to use every day. It's something we keep in the car as an emergency. Yeah, keep it in your car or your garage. Um, so you can use it to power up your furnace. You can use it to take camping. One of the biggest things about this is that it's no maintenance. There's absolutely zero maintenance, which means that it has a shelf life. could be three years, five years, ten years. There's really nothing mechanically to maintain, no filters, no fuel stabilizers, no gas cans. And the other thing that it does is when the power goes out, if you need, if it drags on, you've got um, the full tank of gas in your vehicle that you can run for a long time instead of having to go out and buy a bunch of gas and fill it into cans. Now, while we're talking to Jonathan right now, go on the website and look at uh, cargenerator.com, and you'll get a better idea visually how this thing works. Yeah, and we should talk actually about the price points. This is not expensive. No, it's, I wanted to make it really affordable for people. Um, it's six ninety five. That's the standard price in the U.S. and Canada, and um, it's a simple. It's a, again a simple device you can use. Um, one of the most important applications, if you have hot water rads, if you heat your house with hot water rads, like we do, that's one of the most important. If you know anyone that heats their house with hot water rads, it's so simple because if the power goes out. The pipes freeze, your radiators freeze and crack, and this device uses so little power, your rads use so little power, it's just basically a pump, that this device is so simple for people that heat with hot water rads, you can stay. Like in the ice storm, we stayed in our house running our hot water rads, our fridge, our freezer, and a few lights and computers, and we stayed that way for three and a half days and very comfortably lived inside our house. Instead of having to go out to a shelter and a hotel fight with other people for food. Just stay in your own house and stay warm and safe. Jonathan, what's the, uh, you mentioned that you need to have a special hookup for your furnace. What is the cost involved in that, do you know? For sure. Um, so that's included. We provide it with a what's called a furnace connection kit. Okay. And that is a simple thing that you can see on our website. Basically, think of it like a, like a plug, like you would have on a kettle or a vacuum cleaner. And right. basically, it's an outlet and a plug. And that basically, that goes beside in your furnace room, there's a switch. Everyone has a switch in your furnace room, so it's a simple outlet that goes beside the switch in your furnace room, and that's it. And that will basically, when the power goes out, you simply unplug it, plug it into an extension cord and run out of your car, or you can leave it running, running connected normally. 
Yeah, I guess as you were saying before, the the downside is either you spend, you get a professional generator, which is what five to ten thousand dollars. More. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, it's seven or eight thousand for the generator. Plus, you got to install it, and you got to get a gas line to it. Oh wow! Yeah, you got to get you got to get permits. You got to get all that stuff, and then. For the number of times you use it, if you live where the power goes out several times a month, then absolutely get one of those. But if you just wanted to have some insurance and you just wish you had this to run, that's that's the best way. The other application is for oxygen machines, CPAP machines, all those kinds of things. My lovely uh, Greek dry cleaner told me a story about his mom who was on an oxygen machine in their house and the power went out and it dragged on and on and on in the last ice storm. And about midnight, maybe one o'clock in the morning, they were all on pins and needles because she was the battery that it runs on was getting low on power, mm. and they were getting ready to pack her up and take her out to the hospital to emergency just to get oxygen. And this is so simple: you could attach it to your car, run an extension cord in. The other big application is sump pumps in the basement. If you have a sump pump, you definitely want one of these. Great. It's, uh, Listen, Jonathan, we're going to have you uh, in the station uh, next weekend. All right. And uh, we're going to get people to call in, take your calls, and you can talk about more applications because it's more than just uh, your car hooking up to your house. There's so many other different ways to go with it. So thanks for joining us. Have a good, safe, long weekend, and we'll see you next weekend, all right? Thanks very much. All right. Cargenerator.com for more information. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. Some more stuff to get through before the hour is up. Davey Boy, all yours. Okay, you know what? I got this last night as a uh, bulletin. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nissan Canada is recalling 13,000 vehicles in the area. Uh, The cars include the Frontier, the Micra, Versa, Sentras, everything from 17 to 18. That that uses a key. Now, apparently what happens is, just like the GM thing, the key wiggles back and forth because people have got stuff on it, too much stuff on it, actually, and it wears out the lock, and the lock will actually shut the car off. So you're driving along, and it's... You don't know what happened. No, at that point, you lose your power steering, you lose your power brakes. It's pretty scary. You lose control of the car. Right. Nobody's been hurt so far, but this is a a recall. It's a voluntary action as far as they're concerned. So I would, if I had a 17 Nissan and newer, contact your dealer immediately and see if you have an issue. Really important stuff. And if you've got a big whack of keys on your ring, you want to take the car key off. Why do people do that? Well, why would you think otherwise? Because I don't, my car key's like a fob. Right. Right. I put it in my pocket. And if my phone is over my my thing, it won't won't understand the, the fob. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. No, so it's in your pocket and you put your phone in your pocket. Uh, the car won't recognize the fob. So it won't open, won't close. And sometimes... Uh, I see a lot of people that still yeah. walk around with a lot of keys in there. On their yeah, yeah look just out. looking at mine. I mean, I've got think, five pounds of metal there. Well, I got a shop key. I got a house key. I got my wife's car key. So there you go. Doesn't take much. So you lose that bundle and you're in... Deep doo-doo. I am. As a matter of fact, my <laughs> wife did. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> and that cost a lot of money. You're telling me $700. No, I got off easy. Only cost about four. <laughs> why, are, why are these new fob keys so expensive? Well, because, you know, it's an uh, electrical transmitter. It, it has chip in it. Um, and the other issue is it has to be programmed. So that's up to $17. And no, 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 but it's coded. And it, like yeah. I, my co- the Crossfire that I'm, that I'm driving, I had to get a key. It had to come from Texas. It's the only place in North America that makes it. Really? Yeah. So now it was 200 bucks my cost for that key. And I asked the guy what the retail is, and he said, well, I have 35%. Right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, being uh, proficient, I bought two of them. But I used my wife's card. 
<laughs> but you know, it happens a lot. There was a, there was a, one of our neighbors uh, where we are. Uh, she had a fob, and she was walking along in the uh, parking lot of one of the uh, shopping centers, and mm-hmm. she fell out of her purse into the manhole and down. Oh, that's bad. It's it's scary. A lot of people lose their keys over these holes, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, listen, okay. And the other one I had here is uh, Yanko Badged Corvette. is a new car that they're, they're going to supply. For, they modify a Corvette for 1,000 horsepower. Can you imagine 1,000 horsepower just rumbling around downtown Toronto in traffic? No. Just well, yeah, you could. 1,000 pounds uh, horsepower, you go like two miles an hour there. You're not Probably, move. Yeah, yeah. It's Long. just insane. I mean, the stuff they're building right now is just insane. So just my quick reminder, I want you to enter the contest, davescornergarage.com. Uh, you you can, can go to the Maya Riviera. I was down there. It's absolutely it's beautiful down there. Did you um, have nachos, senor? I don't know what nachos. He was. He was what, did you ever get off the property? Or did you just order room service. No, when we were down there, we were in the Moon Palace, which is part of this group. It's of a the, city, yeah, I know, mm-hmm. right? You got a, a tag on your on your arm, and you can go to any one of their six hotels. So we went for lunch at every different hotel when we were down there. So you can go to to the Mayan Riviera one. Al, we to, should uh, maybe invite uh, ourselves down. I'd like the to show go. from Absolutely. down there. Maybe yeah. bring some listeners down as well. Yeah, we should do a rent a bus and big. No, just get a plane. We should talk rent to the a bus. <laughs> it's a long ride, eh? We'll get a plane. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good price. <laughs> Besides <laughs> the fact, if you get the Tijuana two-step, you want to make sure it's got a bathroom big enough for the whole bus. You eh? know, a true story. We come off the plane, we get into the bus, they drive us to the hotel, and, he mm-hmm. goes, and he's explaining what we're going to do. He says, first, we got to go for the chicken, and then we're going to show you your rooms. And everybody puts his hand up. We already <laughs> no and then, Dave, then they told Dave that's not your bus that's not your bus and when you get off the plane the, first, the, thing they, bus. the first thing they do is go how many uh, <laughs> see how now many you beers? know Dave you said what's nachos now you know it's not your bus your bus is the other bus <laughs> it's not chicken it's check-in all right <laughs> by the way if you want to catch this act you can go to yuck yucks uh, any any Monday and Wednesday at about three in the afternoon okay and there you can get chicken at the check-in <laughs> see Keep your shiny side up, greasy side down. Have a great weekend. And watch your nachos. Next weekend. Have some napkins, will you? Next weekend, Jonathan (laughs) Schlue from Car Generator will be here to take all your uh, questions. So have a great, safe, long weekend. Don't drink the water. He's on a roll. Goodbye, nachos. (laughs) Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.